I'm going to attempt to uh, do a Facebook Live and record a podcast at the same time. So give me a minute here. Don't watch the video while you drive, dipshit. It's, it's not that important. It's I'm going to be talking about basketball with bobbleheads on a table. Drive. You can watch the video later or listen, but I appreciate it. Getting set up here. I got to make sure I kind of fit in this. All right. How, how, why can't I fit in the, the frame? I'm too big. All right. All right. Guess that'll do. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to start going here in a second. Bear with me. But wow. So, been home for a little bit and uh, was getting ready to do a podcast because I haven't done one in what seems like ages here. And uh, was ready to talk about the Royal Rumble and uh, what went down there. And of course, the Pistons and this, uh, you know, this eight game losing streak. About to be nine as they play Cleveland for a second time. And yeah, Cleveland's been uh, pretty awful. But, uh, you know, the Pistons have just been horrible. Uh, Which is crazy. Because, you may remember, they started 14-6. and Uh, On December 1st, this team was 14-6. and They were one of the best teams in the NBA. At that time, and yeah, it was early, but we were a fourth of the way through the season, and the team was playing awesome basketball, and then Avery Bradley got hurt, and then Stanley Johnson got hurt, and then Reggie Jackson got hurt, and that's when the wheels completely fell off for this team. Now, do I blame those injuries for the Pistons falling off? Yes and no. Look, this morning, talking with my buddies, I was done. This is two seven-game losing streaks. Since that 14-6 start, this team is 8-19. and 19. That's as bad as anybody in the league, except for like the Orlando Magic in that December 1st to almost February time frame. Two seven-game winning streaks. Seven-game losing streaks, mind you, for this team this year. This other one's about to be nine. Stan Van Gundy had to go. I don't care if you think he's a good guy. I don't care if he gets political. It has nothing to do with that except for the fact that Stan Van Gundy has sucked at his job. He's been a bad coach and he's been a bad, you know, not a general manager, but president of basketball operations. And at this morning, it was, all right, what can we get for Avery Bradley? And... You know, and then what can we get for Tobias Harris? Or can we package Tobias Harris to get rid of the Reggie Jackson contract and then get just some marginal talent in? Because, yeah, these pipe dreams, you're not going to get these star players packaging all of this together. And the first thing that needed to be done in my eyes was fire Stan Van Gundy because I don't want making him him to be the guy making the blow it up moves. And if he's sticking around, he's going to be making moves to try to get in the playoffs. And here we are. This morning, I did not think that Blake Griffin uh, would be a member of the Detroit Pistons. And when I saw Woj's tweet, I was probably like 16 minutes late to it. 
and it said that the Pistons are in serious talks with the Clippers. Anytime Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweets that, the serious talks thing, it's going down. Look, the Pistons got Blake Griffin. First and foremost, Blake Griffin is a star. The Pistons have not had a player with a name like Blake Griffin in, you could argue, since Grant Hill. Uh, you know, love Ben Wallace. He's a Hall of Famer. Chauncey Billups, possible Hall of Famer. Rip Hamilton, great player, number retired. Grant Hill, the biggest name the team's had since, you know, Isaiah Joe Dumars. And, yeah, they had Iverson, but that was not Allen Iverson. That was a dude with a bag of money at a casino. So the Pistons get Blake Griffin. Now they get Blake Griffin on a huge contract, but they get Blake Griffin locked into a contract. Blake Griffin isn't going to go anywhere. They have Blake Griffin committed for like five years now at a lot of money. I get that. But, you know, Blake Griffin's sitting at home or wherever he is right now, living in Manhattan Beach, making $200 million, dating some Kardashian-Jenner combination, and gets the call, you're moving to Detroit. It's unbelievable. Um, And, you know, I don't know how Blake Griffin feels about that. I know everybody that lives in Metro Detroit loves to post articles about how Detroit's the best city in the world, but Amazon doesn't consider us top 20. So, with that said, Blake Griffin's moving from beautiful Manhattan Beach to Detroit. Now, Blake Griffin is a Detroit Piston. Look, a lot of people are texting me. My phone's going crazy, of course, because I'm the only person that still gives a shit about this team. Blake Griffin is a star basketball player. Is he top 10? Probably not. Is he top 20? Yeah. Blake Griffin's a top 20 basketball player when he's healthy. And if you want to push him to top 25, fine. But now the Pistons have two top 25 players because Andre Drummond has been a top 25 player this year in the league. The Pistons still have a hole at point guard, but more on the Blake Griffin trade. So they get Blake Griffin. They give up Tobias Harris, who's had a really nice year. They give up Avery Bradley, who is a superior defender, but he's not played well. Since that injury, since December, he hasn't played well. He hasn't shot the ball well. He's you know been okay defensively, obviously, doing the Avery Bradley stuff that he does. But he has not made that much of an impact, and he's a free agent going to the summer. You're going to have to pay Avery Bradley a lot of money to keep him around for what? With this marginal team that can't win games, that's fallen out of the playoffs? So... And then you give up Boban Marjanovic. Look, Boban Marjanovic, he's fun. He's exciting. He's seven foot three. He's entertaining, but he's nothing. He can't play night in and night out. So you give up Tobias Harris, who's good. But Tobias Harris, as good as he is, as much as I like him, I think he's a, a, a good player who works hard, who trains, who's focused on the game. He's got an old school game. He's improved his three-point shooting. But... Tobias Harris is not a guy that you can give the ball to with a minute and say go. Blake Griffin, you can do that. And maybe Blake Griffin's not going to hit the big shot, but he can. He also can play a point power forward position in this new transitioning NBA. And if you've seen Andre Drummond this year, they're going to be fun on dribble handoffs and playing at the top of the key. It's going to be exciting. And that's what this move's about, okay? This move tells me one thing. Tom Gores isn't going to blow this thing up, and we should have known that. I've said that all along. You can't blow this thing up. You know why? Because you wanted to move into the new arena, so here you are. You're in the arena with the red seats where people can't 
you know, where nobody can be seen except for red seats because nobody's going to these games. And you can't tank if you're in a new arena with expensive seats that aren't being filled. You need star power. And that's what they did. They got a star. And you can think what you want about Blake Griffin, but he's a star player. And he's the biggest name the Pistons have had in a long time. He's only 29. He's had injury issues. But you're talking about a guy that averages 23 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. He's a big-time all-around player. He's a very good basketball player. He's the best basketball player that this team has had in probably 15 years. The Pistons have been god-awful. And most of you... Most of you are haven't paid attention to this team, and I don't blame you. It's hard for me to, and it's been depressing in this last two weeks of just losing, losing, losing. The Pistons haven't won a game like all year, all 2018, and now they have Blake Griffin. And I don't know if that means they're going to jump up in the standings because we need a point guard. The Pistons need a point guard. They need a point guard that they can count on night in and night out, and they can't do that with Reggie Jackson. The injuries, it's it's mounted up. Now, you could say that about Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin's had some freak injuries, okay? He beat up a team manager or uh, trainer, and that cost, you know, took him out for five or six weeks, but Blake Griffin is a damn good basketball player, and the Pistons now have a star player. You know, we all often talk about, you know, the big three. And for years, people said the Pistons need a star. Well, look, you're not – most teams, you don't get a star player through the draft. I know everyone thinks we're going to accumulate all these picks and get star players. But go look at draft picks and go look at Stan Van Gundy drafting, you know. He's not been good. The Pistons haven't drafted too well. And any guy they have drafted, they've moved him along before he gets good. So – you got a star player. You have Andre Drummond, who should have been an all-star this year, who's tremendously improved, and he has shown a commitment to playing basketball at a high level. And now we have to figure out the other pieces. You know, uh, Luke Kennard's good. And, look, we could have had Donovan Mitchell, and that's a problem. But Luke Kennard's a good basketball player, and he's going to probably be relied upon to do more. And, and hopefully he can, and it's his rookie season. We can't expect the world from him, but he's shooting 43% from three as a rookie, and that's incredible. Um, but you have some talent now. Now we have to figure out the other pieces to put around him, and I'm going to assume and I'm going to hope that Stan Van Gundy's not done dealing. Now, if I had my hope, I would hope that Stan Van Gundy isn't doing these moves and they're going to get rid of him and bring in a new coach. But like I was saying, Tom Gores told Van Gundy, we need a star player. We need to fill these seats. We need to make the playoffs. And that's what this move is. Uh, I, that, move, that move means Stan Van Gundy's staying. And he's going to coach this team at least for the rest of the year. And he's in charge of these moves. I, I, I would 100% assume. I could be wrong. But I would assume that Stan Van Gundy had to make this move in order to fill the seats appease Tom Gores, and the fact that they got this move done, look, people are like, we gave up Avery Bradley and Tobias, we gave up too much in draft picks, we got Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin is a damn good basketball player, and like I said, he's one of the best players that we've had in this franchise in a long time, you gave up Avery Bradley, who's struggled since December, and is going to be asking for $15 million. sorry, somebody else can have him. 
You gave up Tobias Harris, who's going to want $20 million in a year. He's a good player. He's overachieved this year. He's had his best season yet. That's great. But he's not Blake Griffin. You gave up Boban, who means nothing. You gave up a second-round pick. I'm not concerned with it. And you gave up a first-round pick that is probably going to be, you know, in that, let's say, 13-12 to 16-17 range, hopefully higher. We haven't proven we can do anything with a 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th pick. And you know what? Most teams in the league haven't either. So you got a star player. You gave up a pick. You gave up some pieces. You didn't give up a star. You got a star. So I don't know why anyone's complaining about this. It's a bold move. It's a ballsy move. It's a move to fill seats, but it's a move to get more talent. Blake Griffin is more talented than any player on our basketball team right now. And he's more talented than the players we traded away. And he's more talented than any player that this franchise has had in a long-ass time. Now, I don't know if the Pistons are going to take this team and go to the playoffs. And I don't know if Blake Griffin's going to stay healthy. But the Pistons needed to do something. Right now, the Pistons are trending on Twitter. People are talking about it that normally don't talk about it on Facebook. And nobody in this city gives a shit about this team except for me and a couple other fat idiots. So, you know, it's exciting. Blake Griffin's a piston, and and there's going to be people that want to go down to that arena and see Blake Griffin play, and hopefully the Pistons can snap out of this and win some more games because they got to turn this around. Uh, I don't know how you think, you know, someone put that Blake Griffin's gone next year. They're renting him for what? They're going to trade him this summer? He's on a five-year deal. I don't think they're going to – they're not renting him. And, And if they flip Blake Griffin, that's the thing. If Blake Griffin doesn't work out, someone will take Blake Griffin. But you're not renting Blake Griffin this year unless they completely tear down the franchise, which I don't think they're going to with that move. You're not going to to make that move and then tear down the franchise. You're not going to tear down the franchise when you just moved into that arena. If they were doing it in the palace, that's one thing. But, you know, people can't afford to go to these damn piston games. Why would you pay... A hundred bucks for two people to go, to park, to go to the game, not even to get a drink or food. It's almost a hundred bucks for just a decent, decent up top seat to go to that new arena. You need a reason to go because people aren't going to just say, I watch the Pistons play. They want to watch the Pistons win because the Pistons haven't won. They're not interesting. They're boring. Nobody wants to see Langston Galloway and Anthony Tolliver play. And I think they're both fine players. But I don't know, man. I don't know, people. I'm excited. And I think you should be too. And I've been excited about a lot of moves this team has done over the last eight years. And I've said a lot of times that, hey, look, the Pistons are going to be, you know, climbing up the ladder and everyone's going to be hopping on the bandwagon. And it never happens. But Blake Griffin, he's more than just a name. This is a dude that is a good basketball player. And he's not the guy that was averaging 26 points and 10 rebounds a few years ago. I actually think he's more versatile. I actually think he's more improved. Um, He's a dude that can bring the ball up the court, that can play make, and can even play center. I mean, there's a chance we might move Andre Drummond. I doubt it, but you could play Blake Griffin at center. 
and, and use him kind of like a Draymond Green. Now, you're not getting the defense that you get from Draymond Green, but you're getting a better shooter. You're getting a guy that can pass the ball. Blake Griffin is an awesome basketball player. This is a ballsy move. This morning, the last week and a half, I've been asking for Stan Van Gundy to be fired. And uh, I would say that it's apparent that he made this move, that he was empowered to make this move, and that he got this deal done. And uh, if there's one thing Stan's been, it's been active at trade deadlines. He's made a lot of moves where Joe Dumars wasn't making moves for years and just standing pat with players. You know, and Stan has not got the moves to work. Off the top of my head, the best move Stan Van Gundy has done so far is trade for Tobias Harris and uh, initially trade for Reggie Jackson, and that fell off a cliff, and then they gave him a huge deal. And some of that is, you know, injuries. You can't, you can't plan for that. Um, and the other really good move I think Stan Van Gundy does, has done is bring back Anthony Tolliver for the second time. But again, if those are your best moves, you don't have much to show for. And, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a rough few years as a Piston fan. And, you know, I stick by this team. I care about this team. And I care far too much about this team. Um, and I'm just kind of reacting off the top of my, you know, brain here. And with a lot of emotion. I, I'm, I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited that this team got Blake Griffin. And uh, they still need pieces. They still need talent. They still need a point guard that can go and play every game. Ish Smith is a really nice backup point guard, but he's not a starting point guard. Uh, I mean, my God, the guy cannot hit a jump shot in the final four minutes of a game. Um, and that, that has killed us since Reggie's went down. Um, Blake Griffin is a guy that can hit a jump shot in the last few minutes of a game. Blake Griffin is a super talented player. And, uh, you know, look, it didn't work out all the way for him with the Clippers, but playing with Chris Paul is a pain in the ass. And, you know, I don't think Doc Rivers is as good of a coach uh, as people think. And, yeah, uh, you know, Blake Griffin has had injury problems, but you got to take that risk. If, 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 if you're trying to win and you're trying to fill seats – and you're trying to build a product that people are interested in, it's something you got to do. And I, I don't think it's a point where we're stuck with Blake Griffin in a year and a half and can't get rid of him if it doesn't work out or two years. I think that's a guy, even with all that money he's making, you can still trade to someone and you might have to take a bad contract back in return. But you had two options here, really. Uh, you know, you could get Nikola Miritich and, you know, Rodney Hood from Utah uh, and Miritich from Chicago, which is what they've been talking about for weeks, and just adding a couple, you know, pieces like that to what? Maybe push to the sixth seed or you go for it. And if someone said to you two years ago, the Pistons got Blake Griffin, would you be sitting there asking <clears throat> who did they get? You know, who did they give up? You wouldn't be asking that. The Pistons got a star player. For years, you have said the Pistons need a star player. We have no stars. My God, when the Pistons had Ben Wallace, you were saying they had no stars. You got one. So, you know, will he stay healthy? I don't know. You know, if we can get 70 games out of him a year, that's a success. And if he plays like he's capable of playing, that's a success. Um, 
you know, and it's the ballsiest move since the, the Iverson trade, as Justin brings up. It is. Now, the difference with the Iverson trade is it was really done for cap room and then see what Iverson can do for a year. We ruined the cap room. Blake Griffin is not going to turn into Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson has issues, okay? Allen Iverson spent his nights in the casinos till 7 a.m. with bags of money, gambling all night. Allen Iverson did not come here to help the Pistons win at all. And I'm not saying that Blake Griffin is a saint, that he's some guy that hasn't had issues with people. And my God, I'm not saying that he's not a guy that won't clash with Stan Van Gundy. Because I think Stan Van Gundy's lost his team for the second or third time in his four-year tenure. And to go back to Stan Van Gundy real quick, even though he has made this trade, I'm worried. I'm still worried because he hasn't proven that he can coach this team up. Stan Van Gundy has not done a good job, period. And this trade doesn't get him off the hook. It's exciting. It makes me wonder. It probably extends his timeline at least until the end of this season. I don't think it should. But Stan Van Gundy has not been able to get this team to win five games in a row more than like once or twice during his entire tenure here. This team does not pull off win streaks. They're inconsistent. It's two wins, two losses, three wins, one loss, four losses, one win. It's been nonstop since the day he got here. And Stan Van Gundy has a lot of work to do, both coaching and both building the talent around this team. And this is a start, apparently, to doing that. And I know Blake doesn't play all the games. Over the last four years, yeah, he's played 66-67% of the games he's been in. That doesn't mean that that will correlate here. Because some of those things are freak accidents. The punching the trainer thing that, you know, took away 20 games off his season... Yeah, it's a suspect personality move because he said it was one of his really good friends. And it, it is something that took him out. And he is a guy that we know can't stay healthy or hasn't been able to stay healthy all the time. But he, we also know that he's a guy that's a great player. You have to take those risks. You have to take those risks. And I couldn't be more happy that the Pistons got Blake Griffin today. If anything, because... During this eight-game losing streak, I have something to maybe look forward to. I have something to see. Let's see what happens the rest of the year. The season has become interesting again. This team was 14-6 and six and has won 8-19 since. They've completely fallen apart. And I don't think they should have. Yes, they've had some injuries. But this team is better than they've played. And that's on Stan Van Gundy. So Stan Van Gundy can be a meme, he can be funny, he can be entertaining, and he can be a good guy, but he's not got the job done. And I don't know if he can coach Blake and, uh, and, and Drummond up together with whatever other mix of players they're going to throw out there, and I don't know if this team can rely on Reggie Jackson because I don't think they can. We've given it three years now, three and a half years, and, or three years, and it, it just it hasn't worked. And hopefully they can get out from under that. And, you know, they, they got rid of another pick, but they've kept Luke Kennard, and they've also kept Stanley Johnson. And, look, I know a lot of people are down on Stanley Johnson, and I know Stanley Johnson's not Devin Booker. And, yeah, I'd like to have Devin Booker right now. And, yeah, I'd like to have uh, <clears throat> um, Donovan Mitchell right now. And, yeah, 
I'd like to have Draymond Green right now and every other player that the Pistons haven't drafted. But Stanley Johnson is 21. Stanley Johnson is a good athlete. Stanley Johnson cannot shoot the basketball whatsoever. And he seemingly has lost a lot of confidence on that end. But Stanley Johnson is versatile. He can play multiple positions. He's got a big, strong body. And he's a good defender. So, you know, I I like some of the pieces this team has. They still have pieces that they can move. And they have a star player and a guy that should have been an all-star. And it's interesting. Things have gotten interesting. I'm excited, and I think you should be excited too. And it might not work. The wheels might fall off. But you got Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's a Detroit Piston. And if somebody told you that two years ago, you'd have freaked out. So, I, I, you know, you can't write Blake Griffin off. And I think a lot of people have. But you cannot write Blake Griffin off. That dude is too good to write off. And I know he has his flaws. No player's perfect. But that's a big one, man. That's a big play by the Pistons. And uh, as critical as I've been of Stan Van Gundy, you got to give him credit. He went out there and got a star. And look, I, I think Tom Gores is so tone deaf. And Tom Gores has no idea what's going on right now. He's probably, because he lives in L.A., obviously he doesn't come near here. He's probably been knocking on Blake Griffin's door all night, bothering him, trying to hang out with him and go party with him in Manhattan Beach. But I'll tell you, it's a it's a big move. It's a surprising move. This morning, I was like, something's got to happen. The Pistons got to do something. The, the report came out today officially that the Pistons were making Avery Bradley available. And boom, within 12 hours, this deal's done. 13, 14 hours. And it's been going on according to Adrian Wojnarowski for six days, and it really heated up in the last 24 hours. Look, the Pistons have sucked. They have sucked after an amazing start, after an incredible start, and a start that I truly believed in, and I don't think was that unrealistic. couple wins? Yeah, maybe. But this team has something. So, you know... We traded some players that helped and, and, and were good players for us. And, man, my God, I, I loved Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris was awesome. But he's not Blake Griffin. And Avery Bradley was out the door. Move him for what you can, you know. And uh, you didn't get stuck in that KCP contract. Thank God you didn't give him a long-term deal. And, uh, you know, you lose your pick this year. But you got Blake Griffin. So... That, that's a star. He's, you know, the face of Detroit sports now with, uh, you know, next to Stafford, him and Stafford. He's more famous than Matt Stafford. Uh, so that's a big get for the Pistons. And I don't know if it'll work. I think it makes us better. I don't know, you know, what the sky, the limit, you know, is the sky, the limit for this team or, you know, where they peak and, and I don't know if you, you can't judge it all by the end of this season. I'll tell you that much. Um, Stan Van Gundy, I, I still think he needs to not be coaching this team or they need to bring in another GM to, to oversee all of the talent moves. Uh, different president of basketball operations, so to say, and with Jeff Bauer, who's the Pistons general manager. But I don't know. Wow. I'm excited. So that's it. Um, 
And uh, yeah, wow. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk about the Royal Rumble later. I I just can't believe this. This is this is crazy. So. Uh, Pistons play the Cavs tomorrow. I don't know if Blake will be ready by tomorrow, but uh, so we might have to chalk up loss number nine. And even if Blake plays, we might have to do that. But I don't think the Pistons are done. I think the Pistons will be uh, will be making some more moves, and uh, I'm intrigued to see what that is. All right, I will uh, talk to you guys later.